0: Hi there, Duncan Green here with the weekly roundup of uh, posts on the From Poverty to Power blog. The first thing I want to say is um, it's not just about the posts. One of the really good things about the blog is how many people come on and leave comments and argue with each other. And the quality of the comments is really good. So one of the things you don't get from this roundup, just for reasons of space and time, is a decent summary of all the comments and conversations that take on uh, that take place around the blog. So I think that's an a exa- uh, reason for going to... Uh, Actually read it, but also please keep the comments coming. They're great. They add huge value to the whole thing Okay, onto the posts Um, Monday we had the usual links I liked post A couple of things I'd pull pull out from that one is the ongoing argument about artificial intelligence and robotics Is it a terrible thing that's going to destroy work uh, for millions and millions of people and leave them all unemployed and miserable and doing hobbies? Is it just uh, another way to improve productivity and new jobs will emerge and it'll all be just fine? Um, Charles Kenny, who is just one of the most optimistic people in the whole aid and development sector, has a just fine post uh, and there's also a nice mythbuster um, looking at some of the myths about AI and robotics. I'm more of a miserableist. I'm more of an eor to Charles Kenny's tigger, but I think uh, it's worth having a look at, at both sides and seeing what you think. Another, another nice thing in, in Charles Kenny mode on the uh, links I liked is some fantastic news on FGM, female genital mutilation. Um, if you look at girls under the age of 14 in East Africa, there has been the most extraordinary fall from 71% being cut 20 years ago to 8% being cut now. Now, that's still, you know, 8% too many, but it's an extraordinary rate of change for something as profound as, uh, as FGM. So the campaigns are working, the public education is working, norms are shifting. Um, you know, it's really encouraging. Tuesday um, was about adaptive management. Now, who'd be a funder? If you're a funder and a new idea comes up, suddenly everybody starts spinning and sticking it into their funding applications. So if you're a funder, you're faced with the question, is this organization really doing adaptive management, which is one of the latest buzzwords, or is it just very good at hype? Um, So some people who have been very involved in adaptive management and doing development differently and all this kind of stuff uh, for years, um, Angela Christie, Helen Derbyshire, Annette Fisher, Steve Fraser and Wolf Mwamba got together and they provided six ways to sort out whether it's hype or whether it's substance. And I think that's, um, and each for each way they say, this is what you should look for and this is what should raise alarm bells. So if you're an alarm, if you're a, a funder out there struggling with the latest avalanche of bullshit from, from um, applications, have a look at that and see if it helps. On Wednesday, Patrick Watt from Save the Children uh, wrote a nice piece about what can we learn from campaigns by children and young people? More and more campaigns around the world are actually being run by them. Um, And are they different from the campaigns run by older people and adults? Um, And some of the lessons he pulled out, there are several, but I'll just pick a couple. Um, One is... uh, You've really got to forget about logos and egos if you young people are allergic to that kind of nonsense. Um, yes, of course, you have to be agile. You can't sort of grind on with a three-year campaign plan. You've got to jump to what the new issue is or what the new uh, event is, uh, even more than with other campaigns. And you've got to incubate things, but then let them go. Uh, it's no, you know, control is out. Uh, um, and basically all of this stuff, is the kind of how change happens mantra of how do you work in systems, but it's all speeded up when you look at the work of young people and, uh, and children. Uh, interesting. On Thursday, Brady Mott from Oxfam Novid, the Netherlands nov, uh, uh, Oxfam, um, attended a workshop I ran a few weeks ago on blogging, uh, Yeah, sort of better blogging. He really doesn't need uh, advice on better blogging. He's rather a good blogger himself. But one of the topics we discussed about was you know, fairly uh, something I'm quite passionate about, which is just how projects are a kind of dead hand uh, on development. They make us think in a particularly linear way and they just basically make us dumb. Um, and Brady t- does a very nice, eloquent takedown of the project, the history, where they came from, why they, um, why they have some very negative elements. So today, Friday, I'm recording this on Friday, Uh, I put up a post saying, great, thanks, Brady. So what else could we do? What are the alternatives to the projects? And I have to confess that basically it's better projects because anything you do as an organisation is going to involve a budget, is going to involve staff time. You're still going to have to be accountable for what you do. So that looks pretty much like a project. But there are certain things which you can do which, which, which get away from some of the bad qualities of projects. The three things I picked out were core funding, You can do core funding to individuals, call it scholarships, all the way up to core funding to governments, call it general budget support. But core funding means, I trust you, here's some money, get on and do something. Um, Positive deviance, of course, uh, which is go and find the stuff that's working without you, put the project to one side, just go and look at what's working in the system and then see if it can be spread. And then the other one, which is a bit more surprising, I guess, coming from me, is outcome-based funding, all this stuff around payment by results, development impact bonds, cash on delivery. I'm very sceptical about it for other reasons, but it's definitely um, an alternative to a project which sets out all the things you have to do to achieve X. All those outcome-based funding things say, look, if you achieve X, we don't care how you do it, we'll give you the money. Uh, So that um, brings an end to the post for this week. Uh, Do read the comments if you can, and uh, see you next week. Have a good weekend.